Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Well, hello. Thanks for spending some time with me. My name is John, the owner of Kavanaugh Media, and we as a business's mission, we're just grateful. We're grateful and thankful each week that you spend some time with us. Maybe you are hearing about us for the very first time or watching the YouTube video here and you're binge watching it. That would be great. Probably if you are doing that, you're either really focused or maybe really bored. I don't know because if uh, if it was me, I know that I love what I get to share with you all. But I also recognize that it's not something that everybody cares about or loves a lot. And then and that's just one of these realities when we talk about digital engagement, which is what we as an agency. Kavanaugh Media are all about. That's what we are all about in trying to help you is to leverage digital technologies and tools and strategies to be able to find the seekers in your context, to find those people where you are and be able to connect with them and to be able to share Jesus with them, to give them the hope that they need, that they're looking for. And so I'm just grateful each week to spend some time with you. We're getting ready to be traveling here. I'm going to be speaking at the EMDC conference. I'm going to be over in the Netherlands for a week, be doing a keynote, actually starting off the conference with a keynote, and then we'll be doing a workshop there as well. And then we'll be traveling to a different country to work with several teams, helping them get started using digital engagement strategies. And so our team has been working hard to prepare websites and technology and tools and everything else in partnership with others so that we can bring glory to God, Lord willing. And so I am hoping to record uh, my keynote there and maybe my workshop as well. But I'm going to share with you today a little bit that I'm going to be sharing in my workshop and have that available for you right away. So whether you are listening to the podcast, thank you, or watching the video or both, I really do appreciate you spending some time with me today. So let's let's get started here. I want to talk about in the next two sessions here, Lord willing, is something that I'm seeing a lot among workers and teams and churches and people in the digital landscape. And it is a reality that we that I see play out just because of the scope of the work that we do. So there's several different mission organizations that we really, in one sense, kind of come right alongside of them and work with them in, in a really side-by-side kind of way, which gives us exposure to a lot of, of just the inside stuff of what is happening and seeing what is what is going on with their teams, with their people, with their processes, and to be able to really get an idea of how this organization works. But one of the things that I am really beginning to see, whether it be a, a missional organization, a church, could be even a business, is that focusing in to do a few things is really important. There's a great book it's called Traction, and I was reading in the book about this a line in it that just talked about you need to have one operating system. 
you need to be able to have one vision and, and one thing you're pushing towards and one operating system. Like all of these things are important to keep you focused in because it's easy to get distracted and it's easy to get discouraged. And so I'm seeing this. I'm seeing it with online responders who are getting burnt out. I am seeing it with teams who it's easy to create four or five ads, to do this for two or three months. But to do it for two years, it, it takes a different focus. You have to really, really continue to, to study, to learn, to start, to stop things. All of that is really important. And so counting the cost is an important part of it. And so I, I'm seeing burnout. I'm seeing frustration. I'm seeing awesome things happening. I'm seeing people coming to faith in Jesus and being baptized in places where the workers were like, we have been praying for this for years to happen. So much, the, the whole gamut of emotions I, I get to see and our team gets to see. But one of the realities that comes into this and what I want to share with you about today is that anytime you get started with a strategy, you have to be really careful that you are always looking and weighing what you're doing, okay? And, and, and because there is a lot of noise out there, let me put it that way. There's a lot of, of programs, a lot of people, a lot of software that's promising a lot. Just do these three things and you're going to have that. And many times you will, in the Christian world, you'll see it where we will put scripture behind stuff. And if we're not careful, we're going to try to, to have a point and let scripture prove our point instead of coming to scripture and just letting it speak. And the, the more we let scripture speak or be silent on something, the more freedom in my mind that we have and the more diversity and the more just this mosaic of the work that we're all doing will look beautiful and will work together. It is a saying that I've used a lot. You do not have to be my twin to be my brother in Christ. So you and I don't have to be doing the exact same thing. We don't have to be using the exact same software. We don't have to even be doing the exact same follow-up. Now, I think we need to be evangelizing. I think we need to be discipling. And the goal of that being that we're making disciples who in turn can evangelize and be Jesus and disciple others as well. I think that's very, very scriptural. I think that's part of the command that Christ has given for us to do that. But over the the... The history of the church, it's it's been a lot of different ways, that sometimes good, sometimes not so good, that we have all attempted to try to do that. Well, in the digital engagement area, what ends up happening is that there's always this newest tool or this newest technique or this newest platform, and, and it's like we jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing instead of going deep and really focusing in on a few specific things. So I want to share with you uh, just a few thoughts about how to avoid what in essence is almost like shiny object syndrome. So here is, if you're watching the video, if not, here is a, if you're just listening to the podcast, here's a picture. And it's just simply some dogs talking about their marketing priorities, not getting distracted. And then look, there's a squirrel. All right. And so that is this whole, we're, we're working, we're working, all of a sudden our focus gets pulled away. 
And now all of a sudden we're distracted. We literally are thinking about something totally different. And so we're into something where we've started, we've put our toe in the water, we're trying on something. And then the next thing comes along, the next platform comes along, the next tool, tool comes along. And so how do we work in such a way that we are not getting, um, well, the shiny object syndrome? How do we be careful to avoid that and really focus in on a few things? And so I want to share with you this week and also next week just some ideas of deep work, of really focusing in, of, of going deep and really trying to do a few things. But I want to share with you today this part because I see this happening a lot. This shiny new object could be, well, it could be a ministry strategy, it could be software, it could be a tool. It, there's a lot of stuff that you and I could be distracted by, and it doesn't mean that it is bad, okay? But the first thing is, is we need to understand that new does not always equal better, just because something is new, just because this is a new platform, a new program, a new tool, whatever, new doesn't always mean better, especially in a world where to get money, people are constantly iterating and turning out new things. And so just understand that when you're looking at a, let's say, a social media platform to use, just because it's new doesn't mean it's the one that you need to be on. Just because everybody's talking about it doesn't mean that it's what you need to be in right away. It doesn't mean you don't need to be either. Really look at the quality of whatever it is that is that shiny object that's attracting you or me. So assess the potential of that next shiny thing. Does it really help? Does it really help us? And so sometimes we continue to iterate and do things, and yet it's not really helping us. And in fact, sometimes the tools or the processes or the things that you or I are tempted by or find ourselves doing, they're not really helping, they're hurting. And they become a burden instead of a benefit. I think even in Scripture where Jesus talks about the Sabbath and how much people took the Sabbath and they they made it into this, this burdensome thing. It, there's so many laws and rules, but it was meant to be a benefit, a help. It was meant to be something for people, but then they made it be something far worse. Uh, for me, it, there's systems that are out there, things like Trello or other tools and things, and, and they become a burden to me. They become noise. They're overwhelming to, to me. When Casey, who works with us at Kavanaugh, at Kavanaugh Media, came on board, his background is international, MBA, he's supply chain logistically, he understands flow of information and ideas and, and structuring systems and, and complex systems, all of that. I just said, Casey, please start with a, with a clean slate and, and look at everything we're doing and say, this is good, this is, maybe this isn't so great. Instead of saying, here, here's this one idea, now let's just you know, shine it up and make it a little bit better or change some names on it. No, let's, let's not keep adding difficulty to things. Let's try to simplify and really get down and decide, is this something that's going to help us? Is this software that you're looking at? Is this platform that you're looking at? Is this project or purpose that you're looking at? Does it help your overall focus? And that's the, the next thing about how to avoid your shiny object syndrome is to know what are your true priorities? What is a win? 
what does success look like for your ministry? Is it having tons of people who follow your page or comments? Is it tons of people attending a church? What is it that you and why do you exist? What are your true priorities, the most important things that you or your team or your church or your mission org does? What are your priorities? Thinking about that, really knowing them, owning them, because that will then help you not only say yes to certain things, but to say no, which is far more important. So know your true priorities and then limit then the number of projects running at any given time. This is a problem I'm seeing. There's, there's people that are out there that just keep starting up things. But at some point, you got to finish something. Like at some point, you've got to go in for the long haul, the marathon, not the sprint, and be able to complete those things. And so part of the challenges of shiny object syndrome is we're getting going, we get started, and then this next thing pops up and we're like, well, maybe we can do this too. And maybe we can do this too. And what ends up happening is that we become a mile wide and just an inch thick. In other words, we're really spread out way too thin and we're trying to do too much. And I think partly it comes back to we don't know our priorities, but also it's because we have too many projects that we're doing. Right? And so focus in on a few things. You've, you've heard me say this. I say it all the time. Let's stay in our swim lanes. Let's pick a few things and then just do those things really well. And then it will naturally lead to the next thing. So, for example, for us at Kavanaugh, we have been about marketing, training, and then doing the work. We're getting ready. We're going to announce our one-to-many. We're going to be running ads for multiple teams, multiple orgs in a lot of different countries. And all that the teams have to do is follow up on those seekers. We'll do the marketing. It is a cross-missional org type of work. And I'll be sharing more about this when I get back from my travel overseas. And we'll be sharing more about how you could get involved with that. But it's because we believe that many mission teams don't want to learn the marketing. They need to understand it, but they don't want to get into the depths of it. They, they go to the field to learn the language, the culture, and to share with people about Jesus. So how do we stay in our swim lane? How do we partner well together? And that's the, one of those key things. Another one for us then is a natural outgrowth when you're doing something. What's that next project or what is that next step? Still in line with your true priorities. For us, it is Web3 and technology. And which is why we are building out tools such as a, a, a form of, of, di- of disciple tools on a diode network where it is far more secure, far more cost effective. And so we're really diving into that. But even there, we're working with others, partnering together to offer this, to create and to provide these things. But that could be a shiny object for you. Just because it's Web3 doesn't mean that it's new, doesn't mean that it's better. See, we have to always look at all of these priorities as we're doing it. So limit the number of things that you're doing at any given time. And then look at what are you finishing? Are Are you moving things to completion? And then when it comes to specifically social media marketing, understand that marketers get marketed a lot as well. The more that you are digging into a subject, the more you're going to see tools, software, topics about that on YouTube, on Facebook. The more you start running ads on Google ads or whatever, you're going to be getting these phone calls. In fact, the other day, Facebook just kept calling me, but I knew what they were trying to do. 
They were trying to get me to, we'd like to put you with a marketing expert and figure out how to help you to be able to do this. It's just marketers marketing the marketers. So understand that the more you dive into a subject, the more you're going to see that subject and the more of those things and ads are going to be popping up. So be careful. Don't get too caught up going down those rabbit trails or those shiny objects chasing after them as well. And that then leads me to, I've got two more things I want to share with you. This is, it may sound counterproductive to you, but at least for me, this is what I'm seeing. I am reducing the amount of time I'm actually on social media on a personal level. There's a few people that I share pictures with and want to hear about. If I'm on a social media channel, it's pretty much at this point just Twitter where I'm listening more than anything else. Occasionally, I'll, I'll type something out there. But uh, there's so many platforms, you know, Snapchat and TikTok and Google and YouTube and Facebook and Insta and whatever. And yes, we work in them all day long, but it doesn't mean I have to spend a lot of time personally on them. Because what ends up happening is they're made to show us shiny objects. So use these tools, but don't get so hooked on them yourself that you're getting distracted by the work that you're doing. So reduce your time spent on social media. I think that that will actually help you on your social media work that you do. And then just pray and differentiate between shiny objects and real opportunities. That's really the biggest challenge here is to be people of prayer, knowing, Lord, what do you want us to do? What do you want us to be about when it comes to the work that we do? Lord, what is it? What is those things? What are those things that you want us to be about? I was in a call just this morning where I said, I believe that at the end of the of our days, the Lord will look and say, were you faithful on a few things? Did you do these things well? For me, one of those is mobilizing people to be praying, to engage the world in digital tools and technology. But, but a very simple way, can we have more and more people who are just praying can we, can we mobilize our churches to think globally, to be praying for people so that our hearts hurt when people are hurting in Ukraine or in gun violence or in abuse or in uh, so many other issues that are happening all around the world? Can we be people of prayer for those? Because I think God will work in prayer. I think he responds to our prayers. And so be praying about whatever opportunity whatever tool, whatever technology, try to differentiate between this is something that's just shiny and cool, but uh, it's probably not really what we need, and a real opportunity, something that the Lord has provided for you, an open door that's unique for you, your team, your church, your location possibly. So thank you for listening to this. I'm going to share uh, another one talking about just how to, to really in the clutter and the noise of the world to do some deep thinking and what that maybe could do to help you with so much noise bombarding us, how we can think and do deeper work, go deep and do a few things really, really well. Lord willing, I'll be sharing about that then next week with you. Thanks for listening to this or watching this. As always, if you've not subscribed, will you do that? And would you leave us a review? I'd love that. I appreciate it. It just helps us. We're not monetizing these channels. All right. We're we're over 7,400 listeners to the podcast. But we're not making a penny off of that. That's not the driver, not at all. For us, it's if this is news that helps you, if it's tools and techniques that help you, then great. We want to share that with you, and we'd love to share that with others that you know if it will benefit them as well. We appreciate you. 
Thank you so much for spending some time with me today. Until next time, keep pushing forward and may God bless all of your efforts to make you some fans. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for him and for his kingdom.